apostrophe. I-T-W-I-T. H-T-A-N-N-Y. And J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny Jenny. Doing it with Danny Jenny. of that i never get i played it for my whole family it's my favorite song we sang it around the um thanksgiving really table yeah i played it a lot for my family they did not have the same enthusiasm for it oh my god my family was crazy well i also told them that they were in it <laughs> my yeah my uh my family and extended family just went it went bananas it was it went viral it went viral it was it went viral in the zucker home <laughs> it was so crazy well, hi. Hi. Hi, podcast listeners. We, uh, you know, we, as I said, we're very busy people. We haven't been able to get our shit together. We have not been able to get our shit together with the holidays and like, our charitable work. Our, without a doubt. And, I mean, and all the marching. The mar- So many marches. And so I march for everything. I do too. I like to harass people at marches. <laughs> Sexually, I mean. Can I, since we're on this, what yeah. is the thing about taking your dick out in public? I don't why people have a thing like that's how we all came into the world you know yeah, with our with our peas and our this V's. whole this whole idea of publicly jerking off in front of somebody or jerking off in some like jerking off feels like it's the thing you do when you don't have somebody right and I don't like I don't even watch watch myself jerk off like honestly if I not ca- even like when you watch the playback <laughs> no <laughs> well that i do i yeah. just to see performance right yeah but i don't even like like if i catch my reflection uh-huh. in my laptop screen right it's like it's the boner's gone or you can't look at yourself in the little facetime circle the little box at the corner <laughs> i don't well, yeah definitely if i if i i'm not doing that but if i that, that would that would be really bad yeah i i would have to put my thumb over that i'm more impressed with like how many people will jerk off in front of someone they just met like the confidence like did their parents not teach them humility no and isn't like i don't know half the fun of jerking off is the shame yeah it's like well the way i look at i i view it as like people who shit with the door open yeah like have some yeah have some privacy Keep have some, some mystery to it yeah like do no. something but just sit there and just hi nice to meet you and then just start violently jerking off i don't it feels it's a power i i'm not gonna look i don't like to judge right if that's what people like in a consenting relationship i'm slightly like impressed because i don't have that kind of confidence no my god like I, i'm impressed with the level of confidence i can't pee if there's other people at nearby urinals let alone... I can't pee when I'm talking to someone on the phone. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I'm just kidding. I can do that, yeah, too. Yeah, I did it today with you. Did you? Yeah, which, and by peeing, I mean... Jerking off. Pooping and jerking off. <laughs> Pooping and jerking off. Isn't that how you do it? I think that's how you're supposed to do you're it. You're such a girl. You don't know how we do it. <sighs> it's the poop jerk. So how was your how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I, Talk uh, to me. You know, I went and, and I did some volunteer work. Did you really do volunteer work? I did. Is this, what, what did you do? I went to the Laugh Factory. That's not volunteer. Oh, that's right. They had like a, what did Yeah, they- I passed out turkeys like Nino Brown in New Jack City. Yeah. You serve, I serve the homeless. That's pretty cool. And they come to the Laugh Factory? Mm-hmm. They, uh, Jamie does it every uh, Thanksgiving. Christmas. Now do you, are, is it just food or is it food in a show? 
It's food and a bit of a show, but I don't think they seem very interested in the show aspect of it. Really hungry people <clears throat> are not. Um... Yeah. I, you know, one thing I kept waiting for, because I was like, it's L.A. homeless and it never happened. But I kept waiting for someone to say, like, is this gluten free? Yeah. No. Or is I this know. organic? You know, I have a peanut allergy. Can you please make sure that because you go ask the chef. I believe me. never happened. But I fully was waiting for someone to say. Is this organic? I have frequently, and again, when you do something this like have this, dairy. <laughs> I, when you do something like this, you're not looking for like a praise. You're just doing it to put good in the world. But like, I know I didn't I, even take a selfie or post it. Exactly. You didn't even know that I did it. I didn't even know until you asked me. Now we know. Uh-huh. Couldn't wait to bring it up. Um, you said I like paid bums <laughs> to fight each other or something. <laughs> That would seem much more accurate, and y'all wouldn't have gone, really? Wow. But from the time I lived in New York the first time, whenever I had leftover food, you'd always bag it, and then you'd see somebody yeah. who was on the streets, and you'd give them the food. And it was just like this this done deal, and usually they were like, a lot of them were mentally ill or drug addicts, and so you weren't looking for a thank you. It was just like, oh, take yeah, it. Yeah. That's great. But out here, and this has happened to me more times than I care to think about when I used to live in Mar Vista in Venice. Mm-hmm. But I would go to a restaurant, I'd bring some stuff over, I'd see somebody obviously, you know, homeless, and I would hand them, I go, here you go, it's like, what is it? And I go, no, it's actually pretty good. It's like a a shrimp jambalaya. I don't love shellfish. Yeah. It's like... There's a pickiest... We have very picky homeless... I mean, God bless them. I mean, they're setting some standards for themselves. But you do but, feel- Yeah, it's it's truly or if you're in Silver Lake, you're handing food to someone who like runs their own business. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, you clearly you need this. Oh, absolutely. And you're like, uh and then I'm a CEO of a company and I'm vegan. I'm like, that's why you look like that. Or oh. you're like you're, or you're 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 outside like there's a thing, you know, you put like say your the things you couldn't sell at a garage sale. So you have like I had an old chair that I like just didn't fit in my house. Perfectly fine chair, comfy. And I said, well, just put it out at the curb because everybody takes everything. There's people who just like go by. Oh, yeah. Thing was there for like four weeks. And I saw they took my neighbor's broken basketball hoop. <laughs> and I had a perfectly working chair and they didn't take that. But they took the broken. Yeah, basketball hoop. So and that they just, took everything. What, a, what a nod to the, your taste in furniture. They did not love my, my, my denim chair <laughs> with black lacquered legs. I don't know why. Maybe it was the cum stains that were all over it. Might probably. have been. It could have ruined it. When I was a kid growing up, my dad worked at a, we worked at a chemical plant. And he would obviously just get caps and free, uh-huh. you know, from every. <laughs> and he and at one point he would just stack them on top of the garbage on garbage day, and then the next day all the garbage men would <laughs> be like, they all free caps. They're like they're all supporting the the chemical plant that, that he worked at. That's amazing. Yeah, but he was like he wouldn't put them in. He would leave them on top just to you know like uh-huh. let them you know have a grab at it or if he had like a pair of shoes that still looked somewhat decent he would put them on top of the what do you do this is a totally one percent question but what what do you do with all your screeners that you get you know there's a there's a place out here that somebody will take them you you go and drop them off should we explain screeners to people screeners hollywood very hollywood (laughs) no right around any award season if you're at all free DVDs, yeah, but yeah, but if you're like Intel, you get every TV show, and I'll talk about this. Is the thing that really it sounds like so stupid, but Netflix has a lot of fantastic TV shows. But what they do is they send you these elaborate boxes, you know, for your consideration of DVDs, the very business they are not in, like, right? It, like they're Netflix. Why don't they just give you a link or a membership? For, it, 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 I think it's crazy. It's well, it's insane, and it's also like. I mean, we're, you know, it's like Christmas come early. You get a copy of everything before it comes out. And the reason the four-year consideration thing is that we'll, we are eligible to vote. Yes. 
if you're a member of, of the, any guild, any guild writer, you know, writers or screen actors. So then yeah. you get these free what's called screeners. What I do is I either give them the family. Me too. Or there's a person, and I'll tell you, I, I don't have the information off the top of my head, but you can drop them off and they'll send them to the troops. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because, you know, they're watermarks, so you can't. I know, I know. Right, so if you go and give them to this you, particular individual, idea. and then they send them all to the troops. Oh, that would piss off my in-laws so much. Right. I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> you have to do it. Because now my in-laws sort of come over, and they're a little bit like sort of the homeless people return, to, like, with the, like with the free food. But it's like, oh, this, I don't know. I heard that wasn't very good. It's yeah. free. It's in theaters, really. It's not good enough for you to steal from me. Right. And they're like, nah. Or, or if you give them and go like, oh, did you watch any of those screens? I didn't really like any of them. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Fucker. I know. Ingrates. Ugh. All I want is to be treated like a hero and a savior. I know. And I've always wanted that. And it's yet to happen within my family. Oh, man. Well, let me. Does that happen with you? With your family? It does. It does. I mean. I think my family, it depends. There's certain people who in my family who have come to expect things, so the magic is gone. Yes, that so, happens a lot with so, me. It's so just the, like, Jenny, make this go to go. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, so the magic sure. is on. But I have other people who are very, very grateful. They're the ones I like to give to. Yeah. But the people my don't. family is better than yours, is, I guess, the moral of the You story? have more of them. Uh, do I have more family than you? Yeah, I've got like two people in it, three. Oh, that's true. You do. Yeah. I used to, and then I got married into a family. Oh, see, that's what divorce will do. Oh. <laughs> Cuts the fat. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk. Well, what? How? I haven't seen you in a while. What, part of the reason we thought we'd try this is an experiment. We haven't, We the first couple episodes we did where we just talked about our week. And yes. Our life and loves. Yes. But we've had guests all the way through, but because we couldn't get it together, I literally haven't seen you since the last time we podcast this is actually our catching up this is our catching up so we i'm we're going to just interview each other it's also what you in we'll give you some behind the scenes stuff but it's uh pilot writing season it's 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 and it's all consuming and so you you know you'll look around and you'll see a lot of like distressed people in coffee shops, the douchey ones who like to write in coffee shops are yeah. distressed. Are distressed writing the normal ones that write from home? Yeah, yeah, or we're hotels. Just, yeah, we're way better. <laughs> now, um, so what? How's it going with you, writing wise? Yes, going good. Getting notes back. Cracking, uh-huh. You know, it's it's one of those fun things of getting you know turning something in and feeling really accomplished. And I, then a few days go by and you get your notes back and you're like, why do I should go back to producing news? I know. I <laughs> no, I know. I didn't even have a backup career, so for me, I just I should oh, go back. Yeah. I should so just go really kill myself. <laughs> go on. Well, so then, then I do stand up on the side too. So uh-huh. I've been uh, doing a bit of that as well. You've been all over the place. I have. I opened for Nick Swartzen. It was in Houston a few weeks ago, and your hometown, my hometown, which was really fun because it was like right after the World Series. Oh man! So the city was. It must have been bananas. Nuts. It was so much fun. Oh, I can't even imagine. It was so so much fun. And we did like at the Houston Improv like three shows, two shows a night. So it was like super fun, super hectic. And, and did it did it, appreciative crowds? Awesome. Well, because I'm opening for Nick, and Nick's crowds are amazing. Yeah, they and are. The, you know, sure. it's like I remember the first time I was opening for him uh, a few years ago, and I he asked me to open for him at the Mirage in Las Vegas, uh-huh. and I that was the biggest show like I had ever ever done, and I was so fucking nervous, and I I was having lunch with. A fellow comedian, Anthony Jeselnik. Love him. And I was telling him, I'm like, I just, man, Nick asked me to open up for him at the Mirage. And 
oh my you know what if i fuck up you know yeah. like i'm i'm just like not sleeping i'm going over my shit and anthony in his very you know yeah. cool tone goes they didn't buy tickets to see you That's he was great. like even if you suck who fucking cares yeah. they came to see mick if you even do halfway decent great yeah <laughs> if you don't i'm telling you that was the best piece of advice because all the pressure was that washed away i was like thank you for that who would have thought anthony jesselnick would give you uplifting advice <laughs> he you wouldn't thank it but no he's a very nice guy he's a very nice guy i've opened yeah. for him before too and um but hoping for my friend Brad Williams, who's also super funny. Brad, I love. I him. saw him with you at uh, was it the Laugh Factory? Mm-hmm. It was truly one of the funniest sets. Brad's a little person. He's a little person. He has some incredibly funny specials that are on Showtime. Oh, I have. To, oh, you have. I have got to see those. Oh, you ha- yeah, they're really really funny. Brad's story about being thrown out of Disneyland. That's one of the greatest. It's stories. one of the greatest things because he's at Disneyland, and as I said, with his nephew, <laughs> with his nephew, like a six year old nephew, and he's a little person. He gets tossed out. I don't remember the circumstances of it. Well, it was like so. No, because some guy comes up to him and goes, "Hey, Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones," and he was like, "Well," and I'll tell you, he goes, "It's not that bad." You know, being like the midget of the hour, he yeah. said. He goes, and it's better to be Peter Dinklage than Wee Man when somebody just kicked me in the nuts and throw me in a shopping <laughs> cart. <laughs> but the but the image of him getting thrown out and all the kids thinking, like, and all the kids one crying, of, one of the seven dwarves is leaving, <laughs> and then he's like, so one of the kids is going, "What are they doing to Snow White's friend?" And he said he just was walking out. Oh, I'm not happy. I'm not <laughs> that is. At that he just I've seen him twice with you. Oh, he's hilarious. And he kills. He kills. He's so and he's animated. Like Can he, he has act? so much energy. He is, does he act? He does act. He was just recently in this it was a Netflix movie called Little Evil that had oh, yeah. Adam Scott. Yeah. Like Bridget Everett was in it, Chris D'Elia, yeah. Brad was in it. Oh, I gotta see it. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like uh you know, it's supposed to be like, you know, the Damien. Oh yeah, but but it's completely silly. Oh, I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, but he he's he's a great guy, and he's always super nice about inviting me to open up for him at certain shows. So he, he, he's he's just amazing. He's really funny. Yeah, you, so you, you've gotten some quality. I mean, you your rise. Can I describe it as meteoric? One could say it's a. It's I mean, a, when did you start doing stand up in earnest? Two years ago. It would be like three years in the spring, so two and a half, two and a half years ago. Okay, but that's like they're just for the audience. Yeah, you can be doing this for like six years before you're headlining or you're doing anything like that. And last night, Jenny's name was like on the light up marquee. I got the marquee. This was like the fourth time I got it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you are not. You've got to learn from some people on. Some mutual friends we have on Instagram, how to self promote a little bit better. I try to promote without annoying. I know, but it's, but it's a really difficult thing to do cer- to like you know, like you you want the people who follow you to still you know stick with you. Yeah, but you can't just have every post be like I'm gonna be at the such and such at seven. You know, like no, but you could. I mean, you're, you're you want like under the fucking. To have your name and lights. I know. With the, my picture and, and shit right now. And your picture? It's ridiculous. And a good picture. Yeah. Not what I look like now, but like. Oh my God, no. No, I know. I'm like standing will. under it. I'm like, that's me. And everyone's driving by like, fuck you. It's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's, your hot young, who's your hot younger sister? <laughs> 
Is that just before kidding. you started doing math? <laughs> yeah, you are. It was really the faces of math going from you. In the... No, I'm just kidding. For those of you who Jenny is beautiful, she's like I'm completely really made up. Hot POA. She's wearing yeah. a sequin gown. Who are you wearing? Johnny sequin gown. Johnny sequin gown. By the way, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. He's fabulous is what we like to say in the fashion world. Any big gigs coming up? Uh, big gigs. I don't really know what I have coming up. I think yeah. I have something at some <laughs> point over Christmas in Houston, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know. I've been doing, so I've been working on a pilot. That's what we were. Yeah, yeah, talking. but tell me, how's so, that? So you're doing a second pass of your outline? Yes. I just finished my second pass of my outline. So just for those of you who, like, here's the process of, it's amazing that anything ever gets made, ever. It's truly amazing. If you know, like, how much... When, when people go, God, there's so much crap on TV. And you're like, you wouldn't believe this stuff is in the garbage can. Yeah, it's, like, it's unbelievable. Un-fucking believable. There's, there's some great pilots that just never made it. But just even to get to that point. So basically, just to sell a pilot is amazing. I know. Sell a pitch is amazing. I know. So basically, like for every hundred or so pitches the network hears, let's say, let's, I'll just go even 50. For every 50 pitches they hear, they buy five scripts, maybe. Or maybe they buy... You know, there's some ratio. Let's say 100, they buy 10 scripts. Right. In comedy. So then you make it through that ratio. And then for every one of those 10 scripts that they buy, they maybe make two or three of those. They after the cast sc- and yeah, shoot a pilot. And actually shoot a pilot. And then of that, maybe one. maybe one gets on the air. So now you have like, let's say you're starting the network sees or whatever with like, you know, 10 promising new shows on the air. So you've made it through every single one of those hurdles and now you get on the air and it's almost like nine out of 10 are done after episode five. Like they're, they're just done and you can like, I've had, you know, I've had moments in my career where it was just, it was a long succession of like, either writing a pilot and getting a show on and having it canceled quickly or getting on somebody else's show that was a new show and having it canceled quickly. It's just so much has to go right. So yeah. it, And now you have to hope that the show you're on doesn't have a pervert. That is, that I know. That's a whole other curveball that now... <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you, can, you can actually have a successful show, but if the lead is a perv... Yeah, or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or sometimes, like, if you're a perv... Well, yeah, but you just keep it to yourself. Oh, that's true. Because I'm, I'm not. Just, just don't, just don't take it to work. No, I think about that all the time. These poor people who are like working on all these like Louis C.K. shows, and it's like there's like really good people associated with all of these shows who he just fucked over so oh, hard. I mean, like there was an animated series he was doing. Like the animators were like, so I saw one yeah. wrote, wrote something like, yeah. hey, "Thanks a lot," you know. No, everybody. It's like it's it's. No, you it make, it, the craft service person, the fucking you know somebody that drives a golf cart across the fucking you know, lot, or so, like you, you're lucky, and then like everybody, you fuck like, everyone, and even you know? a show that he's not on, like an acclaim show, like you know, I'm sure that Baskets is right now, yeah, like they're like, well, what the fuck do we do? I mean, his his name's on the fucking thing. Well, uh, one Mississippi that was uh, Tig's show. Oh yeah, he, but I think that he just was like. They just pulled his name as an executive producer. I think the show is still. I think and she's. And I think Baskets and, is still. And I also think she was one of the early ones to come out against him. Yeah. So I think she has a little bit of credibility. You know, I think, I don't know. They're talking about doing Transparent without Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. I, I mean, mean. 
I don't know. Well, it's like House of Cards without Kevin Spacey. I know. There's so. I mean, but they are going to go ahead and do it. They're going to. I mean, I could. I've. I could see where they could do a spinoff, maybe with like Robin. Yeah, well, Robin's great. But still, it's like. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I felt so stupid. Did you know about Kevin? This about Kevin Spacey? It was one of those things that I had just like. I knew he was gay, but everybody knew. Yeah, I knew he was gay. That was a that 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 was was a terribly kept secret. But it was. I had maybe heard a long time ago that, oh, yeah, he likes young, you know, like, I didn't hear, like, an aggression thing. Because apparently everybody had, I, like, I just didn't know. I guess I've never worked with him or anything, but, but he everybody. He attractive. Man. Every, yeah, I mean, he, like, well, he never touched me, therefore. I mean, that's how, could that's, he, how could he read? That's could he, not fair. I saw a great meme on him, like, because, you know, he came out, the first thing he was caught, he goes, I'm gay. Yeah. But I saw, like, a meme, and it's him in a car being pulled over by a cop and him just going, I'm gay. <laughs> Smoking crack. Like I'm gay. I'm gay. That was tro- truly like the worst, most offensive coming out. It was of all time. Like oh he didn't God. deny what he had done. He like acknowledged it and then just said, by the way, I'm gay. Like, yeah, I'm going to come out. Okay. Like, so the Bible belt people who already believe that, that gay every people gay person is predatory is a, is a, you know, a pedophile. You just backed up their claim, you know, like I know Billy Eichner wrote some good stuff on this. Billy like, Eichner, yeah, he was a lot of people that yeah. I and and fair enough as well. They should be offended by someone coming out in that way. It's so terrible. It was it's awful. literally selling like you, especially as a gay person. You had you'd have to know like this is what we're accused of all the time. Yeah, and so my first defense is to sell out everybody. Right. Oh, uh, I mean. The Louis C.K. It's like me robbing a diamond store and going, I'm Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> like coming out. It's like, so yeah, I'm Jewish. So it's, it's like, it's fine to be expected. Yeah. You know, I thought it was interesting when it's someone that like Sarah Silverman had a really great kind of like monologue thing about Louis yeah. on her Hulu show. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. And it was because, you know, her and Louis have been like been BFFs for like 25 years or something like that. And it's really difficult and this is something I always go around in circles with my mom about things. When somebody, you know, something comes out and, they're, and, it, and my mom is very conservative Republican. So it's always, well, you know, if a Republican does something, she, well, you know, what Bill Clinton did. I go, this is, we're not talking about Bill Clinton. You know, no. we're talking, and it really, this sexual harassing, uh, mol- molesting, you know, molestation, whatever. It has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. No. This is not a political no, every, issue. No, 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 no political party has, is, uh, has a monopoly on perverts. Everyone, there's plenty of perverted Democrats. There's plenty, plenty of perverted, perverted Repo- Republicans. I mean, that yeah. has nothing to do with anything. It's, it's when there's someone like, you know, when everything came out with Bill Cosby, like yeah. it was hard for people to wrap their head around someone when you've loved someone for so long. Oh, it's hard. It's so hard for, I, I don't know if it's just Americans of just human nature. It's really hard to go, wow, I was wrong. No, I know. And and to, to acknowledge, and when it's someone that you really, you know, I didn't give a shit about Harvey Weinstein. I had always heard he was a pervert. So to hear, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> one fuck of our, him. Our, yeah. One of our closest friends. One was, of our former podcast guests, yeah, Lauren. Yeah, yeah Lauren. I mean, I had heard that story from Lauren for years, for, years. for absolute years. And so when we were like, you, me and Lauren were group texting and we were even like, Sending Oh my picture. God, you know, like, holy shit. The, you know, the potted plant story. Oh, I forgot about that. Then all of a sudden I was in my car going down Lauren Canyon to the laugh factory to do a set on a Friday. And Lauren texted me and she was like, dude, 
dot 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 <laughs> and i went what she's like it's everywhere <laughs> no i know do you know that you know, the guy who wrote the first one with her so lauren was cornered in a restaurant for those of you who don't know by harvey weinstein and in, 10 years ago 10 years ago was was like actually pushing the corner lauren is this tiny little thing and harvey's this big ape and he he tried to kiss her she like sort of backed into like a little alcove said no and then he was like well just stand there i'm gonna jerk off he just right? he was like just stand there be quiet and then just, just yes. like took his dick out just, started jerking off and she's like they were you know away from the crowded yeah, you know like yeah. he, he had said he was the owner of a restaurant uh-huh. and he was like an investor yeah and that he had told like a chef and then maybe somebody else was down there to leave uh-huh. and when i guess harvey's people contacted the guy that was like mm-hmm. the general manager like one of the owners or something that that was there that night contact him after Lauren's story uh-huh. and uh, it, was so, it was so great and the guy said he, he he gave this interview I think it was to the Hollywood Reporter and said the moment I read Lauren's story it just hit me like a ton of bricks he goes that night I remember my chef comes in my office and says that's it I quit some big fat fuck just came down with a woman and shoved a hundred dollar bill on my chest and told me to get the fuck out yeah and he said I'm not going to be treated like this. You know, fuck. And so the the general manager guy goes, well, let's go like show me where. And he said, as they came around the corner, they never saw Lauren, not once, not but all they saw was Harvey buckling his pants and then saw that he had what he had left over. Yeah. They see. saw his jizz. Yeah. And he said, we were so like dumped, like no way that we're didn't, like and Didn't they mention another time when he had like jerked off into like an empty soup tureen there was something like, like there was like it was like on a pot or like yeah, a, pot? a pan or something like that and wow. it was like so that wasn't even the first time he had you know and oh my, i know and it's it's so like for, so it's so for someone to hear that story and someone like him i don't have to wrap my head around that he's not who i thought he was no, of course not now like there's someone it's someone that you like like Kevin Spacey, I don't have any feeling, no. you know, left or right about it. But like Louis C.K. as a comedian, as a of like, course, he's one of the most it's the most disappointing st- in the world. It, it, it's super disappointing. But then I'm like, you know, I don't know him. We don't know him. I, you know, I wanted to believe because of the way that he delivers his 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 stand up and the way that he seems so honest and the way he is kind of awkward and 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 it makes you feel like as a person listening, going, yeah, I, I'm not so fucked up, you know, like, oh, he's you know, he's successful, but just like yeah. a normal and then to find out that that you know that he did these things to these women and, and one of the comedians actually Rebecca Corey I know pretty well yeah. and I didn't even realize that she was one of the people until that came out and, and then I, I know f- two people two women who have not even come forward oh that. I'm sure for for everyone that's yeah, come I mean, forward heard, got, how many are- I got a I got a tearful phone call from somebody I know this is many years ago who was like you know he she was like you know she basically like Louis was in, like is into her. It's like oh my god, he thought my comedy was good. Oh, that's right. amazing. That's amazing. And then he cornered her and and did that. Did and he then, jerk off or did he? Yeah, yeah. But well, the, with Rebecca, he didn't jerk off. He just asked her if he could just masturbate in front of her, oh. and she was like, no. But thank you, like yeah, you know, she didn't say no, but thank you. But she was like on a pilot <laughs> for that. Um, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Oh wow! And she's you know here she was this. She goes, I'm not going to be the one that shuts down production. Yeah. For, and he was a guest star and you know if and for you know i saw rebecca has this wonderful uh foundation thing that she does it's called stand up for pits and she helps oh. rescue pit bulls that have been in oh, these wow. like dog fighting yeah. ranks to 
the Tony Craddock, who's the guy that Dewey goes to the daycare, uh-huh. he works with Rebecca on rehabilitating these dogs oh. and then putting them up for adoption. And so she does such wonderful things. And, you know, I see like she has her public Instagram and a private one and our private one. There was like a thing and people with her picture as one of the, you know, Jesus. and she goes for working for 20 something years in this business. And this is the, you know, this is a publicity, you know, I fucking, know. and, and you have to, you know, that's not the public you know no, of course you're strong for doing that but i understand i would feel the same way it's like i busted my ass doing all these things and this is what i'm getting and, the and recognition for i know so that's where you're like fuck you louis like i know it's really it's I, so it's, disappointing i went through the same thing i have to say with the al franken thing um, al franken fucking molested you no oh. no no <laughs> No, oh, sorry, Danny. That's yeah, no, he. I mean, like petting, but it was he asked, and I was, it was, I was reciprocal. But um, uh, but when I when I was passed out, he pretended to grab my dick. But that's classic Franken. Classic Franken. Yeah, I never thought he was that funny. I always thought he was a, but I thought he was a good senator. Yeah. Um, but it was <laughs> did like you, the did same, you say good senator, senator, oh. <laughs> not senator. He's a great senator. He's a fantastic senator. But I always like feel like I don't know. I felt I I was like I did. I had to check my own instinct with that, and I was like the when that woman, the ABC reporter, right. said her story. I was like, oh, she's. I, it, my first instinct was, and I caught myself was like, oh, is she a Trump supporter? Oh, this isn't right. so bad. I did this, and then I just. Within seconds, like really, like five seconds, I went through the whole journey, and I said, "Wait!" I just asked myself a question: If this was Orrin Hatch, yeah, would I be saying the same thing? No, and I wouldn't be. And no. so I can't be hypocritical about it. Now, look, I think people, for sure, will. I think there are degrees. I don't think you can put Al Franken with Harvey Weinstein. I don't even yeah. think you put Al Franken with Donald Trump, frankly. Yeah, but it's still abuse of power. It's still. Well, the Trump thing, this was one thing that I've gone through with him is that, okay, so obviously the, which now I love that he's saying the Access Hollywood thing wasn't I just heard that. It's It's like, you've already acknowledged that it was you. Where was that? What did he, did he say that today? No, it was, I don't know if it was yesterday. I haven't, I've just been reading these little snippets about it, but has any, okay, I mean, I guess there have been women who have said he's done, maybe grabbed a leg or something. What he said, which was him, him saying, you can do these things, you can... I mean, he's bragging about of course. sexual assault. But has he done it? Like, it's one thing to say it, but has there ever been any proof that... No, but literally women who had filed lawsuits yeah. against him prior to him, the, here, yeah. the, the Access Hollywood tape, described the exact actions he took, yeah. that he kissed them. I mean, he's gone out and bragged. I mean, the, the, the one thing that I always thought was amazing... There's a couple things, but oh, he's also endorsing a pedophile. So, a pedophile, yeah. but like he like bragged on Howard Stern. I actually remember when this was on because yeah. I normally would turn the channel. I've obviously a long time, um, um, not Trump, not lover, Trump not lover, lo- lover yeah. of Trump. But he was on and he was bragging to Howard how about the Teen USA pageant. Oh yeah, and and how he was like, yeah, I could just walk into the dressing room. And it's like he was talking about, and, and I think even how, how old, you know, they're like bragging about like barging into these girls who he owns the beauty pageant. Right. And they're underage girls. Like the ultimate abuse of power. It is so motherfucking gross. Uh, he's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. I, no, and I, I think that what he's done, I'm, I, you know, it's just that we don't know like a fact, like, like the Charlie Rose, when I read that thing about Charlie Rose, oh it was God. like. Every one of those women, it was so detailed. It's just too... But there's, but th- look, there's 14 on the record accusers, one of whom is anonymous. 
yeah. 14. And for Charlie Rose or for, for Trump. Trump. Okay. And 14 accusations. And there is corroborating evidence in at least half of them. And it's the same level of detail as yeah. Charlie Rose. But apparently, <laughs> it's the funniest thing with Charlie Rose for me is like, I never noticed. I never knew this. I never but knew John Charlie. Oliver would do these bits. He's done like three of them. Once again, yeah. re- weird sexual tension on the set of CBS This Morning. Yeah. And it is all Charlie Rose being creepy. I, and I, I saw that, of course, after the fact. Yeah. And it was, I didn't know, you know, it's like the, um, I, did, I didn't know if it was out of John Oliver knowing or was it like the, you know, when Seth MacFarlane made the comment about, you know, yeah. Harvey at the, and, and then on 30 Rock, they made a Harvey Weinstein, oh, you know, was it something that they knew or was it, is it just John Oliver going, God, look how creepy he is. I think, you somebody, know, like, I think somebody must have known to do that. Somebody must have had like, there must've been inklings because just to even get the idea that CBS news this morning is yeah. creepy is means that I, I think you'd have to go like, Oh, I've heard weird things about yeah. Charlie Rose. Let's look at this. Well, it's so <laughs> what's supposed to the Charlie Rose and Harvey Weinstein both fall into this category of just turning the shower on and coming out naked to these. What, what is that? Look move? at, have y'all not looked at yourselves? Like, I know. Are you Brad Pitt and fright club that you're coming? Like that would be one thing. No, I could be in a committed relationship and I'm telling you with my body right now, lights out <laughs> before we fuck. I don't even care if I can't see you. I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll like, um, yeah. I'll miracle. Could you put work. on this blindfold I'll and miracle, go lay face down on the bed? And I'll then miracle I'm worker them. I'll feel them in that way. You know, water, <laughs> water, but, uh, but, but, but I'm like, Charlie Rose, it's really like now to me, it's just every person that comes out. That's kind of like, I guess it seems shocking now. Now, no one would surprise me. Now, nothing is like, yeah, I almost see the people that are. Do you think all the obvious ones have been caught? like I, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop on Brett Ratner because I just knew a lot of people who had weird shit. Yeah. And that didn't surprise no, me. No, he's Brett a scumbag. Um, but um, I, but like Jeremy Piven, I mean, that also came not on. surprising. That's not surprising. It's, you know, it's unfortunate that for someone like Jeremy Piven, who is now on the show that is on CBS. Oh, right. And it's like, here, all these actors got the, you know, I will hear, I hear, I hope the show doesn't get, I know shit can because of him. No, you fuck up a lot of stuff. Oh God. Colin Joe's had this really great thing on weekend update. What was it? It was, uh, about Jeremy Piven and he's like, Oh, and, and it wasn't really surprising because most of this stuff came out in the documentary on <laughs> It was the greatest joke. The documentary entourage. entourage. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's so, there are, there are plenty of people that you look at, like, I mean, I was just, I always like look through all the tabloid headline, you know, stuff. Uh-huh. And I mean, every time you Leonardo DiCaprio's with a 22 year old model or whatever. Of course. Now, while I think it's hysterical that he's like just this tree hugging, you know, earth fucker that what is he talking about that shit with these girls? I mean, I don't. It's, it? it's I fucking know. hilarious. It is right? hilarious. It's hilarious that he like will stand before you know ne- next to Al Gore, make these speeches, and then he's with like <laughs> yeah. some girl and yeah. wearing angel wings. Like yeah, wearing angel wings. Right. He, you know, finishing you know, her soy finishing her bio one on one homework. She's <laughs> got a big paper. But I will give him credit where credits due. The guy doesn't go get married and have kids and pretend to be something he's not. No, that's true. I and you know I I always you know like. Well, Clooney was always, you know, just he's married, you know, now. Yeah. But but I mean, anyone, if 
if you're a single dude and you're just hooking up with chicks and hey more power to you're not absolutely no one's hurt you're not like yes you're not breaking your wife kids no exactly you know, and i i think when and as long as you're not committing a crime that's exactly it if you're going out to clubs and you're hooking up with chicks that are of age even though you're getting older and there's you yeah. know it's like god bless you water son they say the same age yeah. <laughs> um but you fine go for, you know that's not a big it's it's the it's predatory. Well, like uh, fucking Bill O'Reilly, you know. Oh my or, god! You know, he, God, I saw or Roger he, Ailes. Roger Ailes. I mean, it, it's this pretending to be something you're, you know, putting forth this like, oh, this is my happy, happy life, uh-huh. and then knowing good and well behind closed doors is it's a mess. It's a fucking mess, <laughs> and then it makes you wonder, like. My mom will always ask me, she like that wife, like, I mean, poor kid, poor wife. I go. Sometimes, don't you think they know something? My friend used to tell me who worked, he worked at the Cosby show as a stage manager. Mm-hmm. And his job, he was an assistant stage manager on the Cosby show, was to keep pretty extras away from Bill Cosby's dressing room. And he didn't always succeed. And what he said, what they witnessed many times, was Camille Cosby sitting in a chair outside the dressing room. An extra would run out, usually in tears, and then she would quietly walk in. But she, like, she made a deal with the devil quite literally. Right. It's and like I they do, took, I, she took some blood oath or something that like. Yeah. And I have to be honest. I've had to rethink Bill Clinton a little bit because I, I, I did forget. I like Bill Clinton as a president, but well, I, but, I, but, but Bill Clinton personally is a piece of shit. I but mean, he is. On. And I, but I was will. I have to say, I was willing to overlook that. Like I cop to it. I, 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 I think I, a lot of people, and even now, because so much time has passed and when you see him, I mean, shit, don't you remember him on the stage kicking those balloons and it was the funniest fucking oh my thing ever. He looked like a child uh-huh. and everyone's posting, or there was that one of, uh, the big bus of, uh, George senior and George W and he's like poking <laughs> yeah. his face yes. behind it, like yeah. real childlike. And it was funny, but then you're like, go back and Google all the women's, uh, no, and, and, and by the way, like Monica Lewinsky, even though I feel bad for her because she's the one that will never live it down. Absolutely. It was consensual with her. Yeah. There, no. But the other ones. No, there's some really bad. Really cases. bad shit. And by the way, he was like I said, like I've said the one thing I will say, like, well, what about Bill Clinton? I'm, I'm, I'm I am like, well, he was fucking impeached. Like he actually was impeached. So uh, if we're going to hold people that standard like i think it's, i still don't fully understand that how are you impeached but then he just continued to be he was impeached but not but censured yeah it's it was not, like a weird impeachment is just a trial it's like being found guilty in a civil trial or yes. something like that it yeah. didn't really yeah and it was just a perjury um just <laughs> just perjury wordery i mean exactly um, but but it's hard like you you know people will go you know trump did this okay well look at some shit hillary did you know she, back in the day like there was a woman that I think was raped at like 12 or something, not by Bill Clinton, but yeah. it was like when Hillary, like the back in Arkansas and she, you know, made it go away. And, and I, well, no, that, see, I always, was, thought, that's, a something. Fo- that's a Fox News myth. That one I don't agree with only because she was, was a a public def- she, she was a, she was a public defender who was assigned to defend this rapist. Now she, maybe she shouldn't have taken the case uh, for that's sure. That's what I would be. Like. I, I, w- I would agree. I mean, that's what I, I'm, I'm really happy to see Lisa Bloom's career go away. No shit. Because she's uh, such a phony. Oh God, they're so full of shit. I know. I, well, it's so like, I don't think that, you know, every public defender is a bad person. I don't think every, no. you know, every lawyer isn't bad. It's the cases that you take when you're, if you take a case and you're, I mean, look, if, if you're protecting OJ Simpson, yeah, I mean, you fucking know good and well what he did and Absolutely. you were totally fine. 
Yeah, lying, lying, and doing and making other people look yeah. bad to get somebody who Taking committed other people down to uh, to get them to protect a double murderer. I mean that. How I, I guess that's that's when you meet your maker. Yeah, you know, you gotta deal with that. I feel the same way about like I don't know about a lot of the people who enabled it. I wasn't there were a bunch of people like I would say like even Clooney who were acting like were coming out and they were like so surprised by Harvey Weinstein and you that's one thing that's getting me is I, I'm wondering how that's all gonna because you can't, Ben Affleck you, and ben, yeah, Matt Damon you guys were at that but you guys were at that fucking you were at those parties oh like there's no way you didn't there, there was a there was a writer I forgot what his name was um who came out Rosenstein I think but he wrote this big article Jew, Jew um about like you know I knew and I did nothing. Oh, and he's he, like, was and he, the, he was the writer for Beautiful Girls. Beautiful Girls. It was a great piece. It was a great it was, piece. It was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But it was uncomfortably well written. And he yeah. called out everybody who's saying they didn't know. I thought it was yeah. like, I thought that was pretty I retweeted well. it. I was I, like, too. wow, that was really, that was something because it was like, he put himself on blast. He was like, it's, everyone knew. Everyone knew. And when all the people that, you know, I heard just, you know, you know, like, trying to yeah. downplay it it does make me wonder we're, one like one of the ones that sticks out with me was like oh Gwyneth Paltrow was one of the victims and that this was when she was dating Brad Pitt and that Brad Pitt had gone up to Harvey Weinstein and poked him in the chest and threatened to whip yeah. his ass because um he tried to massage or whatever yeah Okay, well, they, they also both went on to work with him. Again. I know, I know. That's something that people, they're like, good for Brad Pitt, you know, he's going to be, I'm like, he worked with him. I mean, like. Yeah, no, I. I that, that's the power of Harvey Weinstein that. No, it is. It takes, you have to like, just go. It takes guts. Well, he hasn't done it again. It, it, it takes guts. No, it's willful denial. It's, but it, it just goes to show you like, what a fucked up place. And, and I wonder really how like award season, like the Oscars, because. The past couple, you know, the past couple of years, it's been so every award, every acceptance speech has gotten more and more political. It's I know. been more and more preachy. It's just been. I know. And now it, it can't be, you know, that there's no way that like a Meryl Streep is going to be able to get up and. I'm really looking forward to what Kimmel does with this one because there's, I think he's going to go. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious to see how this is going to go. It just makes me. I think somebody, I wish I could remember who it was. It was like, instead of the in memoriam, it should just be all the people that were <laughs> harassed by Harvey Weinstein instead of the... That's amazing. But, I mean... Well, someone plays Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Groban sings Hallelujah. <laughs> but I think it's the rest of the, the world that gets so annoyed with Hollywood and the, the preachiness is... No, anytime somebody can... I mean, look, we love to take down people... Who, for hypocrisy, Absolutely. whether they're politicians, actors, anybody, any kind of famous person who proselytizes. So if uh, you, you do have to walk the walk, if you're going to do that, the thing that gives me a lot of joy right now, I, I go to bed actually thinking about this is how many men, maybe women, but how many men. <laughs> and are then like wait, let's up, just, let's just end the podcast right there. Uh, the things that gives me joy before I go to bed, how many, how many men uh, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end it soon. But how many, how many men are like going to sleep every night? Sort of like, First thing in the morning, checking Hollywood Reporter and wondering, like, oh, the ones me? who know that they could be next. There's a ton, and you can. And and you know what? Fucking all big mad props to Ronan Farrow. Oh man, I'm. I was always been a fan of his, but right now I'm like, no, he's wow. He amazing. is just fucking just digging away, just he's, plucking the tiles off. He's one been. At a time. He's been absolutely fearless. It's been great. I know. I, yeah, but I, I'm with you. I've thought about like 
that just going to sleep. And it, then I'm make, it's making me think like, who else have I heard of that's been? I know me too. I and then I'm like I I'm certain there's people. Then I'm certain there's ones that I fuck. It could be you, Danny. I don't know. Tomorrow it probably morning. is. <laughs> it probably is. I'm grabbing um, you right now. Yeah. Can't see no, that. actually, you're grabbing guys' balls. I'm grabbing guys. Guy, what do you think? Have you ever sexually harassed anybody? I have not. That's enough, guy. Yeah. We've had enough. I have. <laughs> I know you have. Oh, my God. When I was a sports producer. Oh, my God. You were all. In a locker room? No, I know. You were all. You were, oh, God. I just like, yo, look at that. Look at that D. You were always about the. Look at them nuts. What? Look, always what? about those nuts. <laughs> It was 2003. It was like a different time. It's a different though. time. It was a different time. It was when a cute girl could walk through the locker room oh, yeah. and say, tight dick dog or whatever. Yeah. And it, it was totally fine. I miss those times. Oh, well, God. Oh, you know, the only other thing I'd say on this is that I've been out with like groups of dudes like in the business <laughs> and there's always, I've noticed this and I've talked to other guys about this too, that there's always one guy when this topic comes up who is the first thing they say is, um, yeah, I just don't want the pendulum to swing too far, you know, because what, what is it, you know, this. And it's like, I, it's like, I, I have, I know like five or six people I know who've like had that was their first reaction. And I'm not like, look, do you mean like when Woody Allen's reaction was like, we don't want it to get where you can't even wink yes, at a woman in the office. It, it's, it's like, exact, you're not supposed to wink at a woman in the exactly office. It's exactly that. And it's like, I, like I said, I know about five or six men. I just like thinking like, oh, what, huh. I, what what's, what's that about? Do you um, remember that on The Simpsons? There was this great old episode where they watch uh, who? What was that Phil Hartman character that? Um, oh, oh yeah, Troy McClure. Troy McClure, and he's like, I'm Troy McClure, and it was the sexual harassment video. Oh right, from like back in the day, and it was you know, it, it was like you know, this is how you say you know, great job to a nice open palm smack on the fanny. Let's <laughs> her know she's done a well, a really well so job, great. like. <laughs> and everything was just like letting her know a wink yeah. and a nice comment on her hair. That was awesome. And then she like, it's so fucking hilarious. But was this our newsiest podcast? I feel like we really dug deep. I feel like we did too. But I, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you again. I mean, we should see each other without the microphones. Yeah. That remember how it used to be? I know back before mics. Yeah. Back- <laughs> <laughs> Should we sing You Don't Bring Me Flowers to each other? I know. Anything you want to promote before uh, we go? No, I think I'm just follow me on Jenny Johnson High Five, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Danny Zucker. At, at Danny Twitter, Zucker. Instagram. Guy? No, I can't. I'll let you. At the guy DF. At the guy DF. Down to fuck. Dumb Not fuck. The tea, without yep. the you wearing another cool t shirt, guy. He's wearing a Bill Murray t shirt. Dewey, uh, does he have anything to say? Dewey, anything from you? Oh, he, just, he looks really confused well, and upset that you Next week, on. we're going to do one. Are you free Sunday? Free Sunday. Okay, we'll, we'll bring a big guest. We have a couple ideas. But it was nice to catch up with you. Nice to catch up with you. And nice to catch up with you, Guy. Up nice guy. to catch up with the audience. If you nice like the do. podcast, God knows what's wrong with you. But if you do... Download that bitch. Follow. D- download it. Follow. Comment. means a lot. Even if you hate it. Yeah. Comment, it's fine. Just say nice things. Okay. Or we say love mean you. things we don't really don't care. But yes, we all love you. Dewey loves you. Guy loves you. Guy Dewey loves you. you. I love y'all. Uh, we love you all. Do me a favor, uh, don't jerk off in public. Yeah, and just, just, just keep your uh your no no hole to yourself. <laughs> it's your yes yes hole, not your no no. No no hole, exactly. Okay. Good night everybody. <laughs>